0: Hello and welcome to our North Church Parent Podcast. We are so glad that you have joined us today. My name is Christian Bless and I am our student pastor here at North Church. Our goal is to prepare you and equip you with resources for raising awesome, godly kids. Whether they're newborns or off to college, we want to do our best to prepare you for the journey ahead. We hope and pray that these conversations will prepare you to be the parent that God created you to be. If there is any topic you would love for us to discuss, please email us at parents@northchurch. At We would love to hear from you. Also, go ahead and subscribe to our channel wherever you're listening as we will continue to release more and more episodes. Once again, thank you so much for joining us. Let's jump into the conversation. Hello, North Church. Welcome to our North Church Parent Podcast. My name is Christian Velas. I'm the student pastor here at North Church, and we have created this podcast to help you navigate difficult conversations with your children. We want to be a resource uh, for you today. I'm excited for today's interview. We have with us our Guthrie Location pastor, Pastor Hetty, with us. What's up? Pastor Hetty? thank you so much for being here.
1: Hey, thank you all for inviting me. I love this.
0: If you don't know... Hetty, Hetty, tell people what's your favorite job. Every, from everything that you do, what's your favorite job? Uh, greeting, greeting people.
1: Greeting people. It's the best thing ever,
0: and you do it so well.
1: well I I really try to be intentional about it, ch- and I try to learn how to get uh, better at it. So I, I, don't, I don't know what that is, but I try. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the things I always tell people about greeting is like trying to learn people as they're walking up. Are they huggers? Are they high fivers? Mm. Should it just be a nod? But the thing that they would appreciate most and so but sometimes people who've never been greeted with a high fiber hug may feel like they don't want it, but then when they get they're like, Oh, That's that was awesome. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's really important. Anybody I
0: remember know? I think the first time that I heard you talk and i think i met with you and got through you said that you're that when you retire you wanted to be a greeter at walmart yeah and i'm like this dude loves greeting people i thought <laughs> i was just crazy you know but it, it's so cool because like yeah. whenever you go greeting you have your your red shirt you yes. have the stickers passing yes. them around yes. so man thank you so much for being here uh tell us a little bit about you and your
1: family yeah so i'm married to a very uh gorgeous woman named bernadette and i say she's the coolest thing about me and we've been married uh, 18 years. And then we have three children. We have uh, Kenneth, who's the oldest, and who is now married, which is completely different. So we have Hannah as well as a daughter-in-law. Then I have Zell, who's my middle child. And uh, he's in high school. He's a sophomore, uh, big tennis uh, player, loves tennis, she's really working hard at getting better at that. And then I have my princess, who is uh, she's a freshman, and she's my favorite child. So, And we we live in Guthrie. As you said, we're the Guthrie location. Pastor, both my wife and I graduated from Guthrie. Uh, left after high school and did, did th- different things. But we ended up moving back in 2007. And no, we didn't date or anything in high school. She was chasing me, but I, she was young. I was a senior. She's a freshman, so I didn't want. I could not want her. that. No. She didn't <laughs> give up, though. So.
0: Now you guys are married with three children. <laughs> now we're
1: married with three children. Yeah, living in, living in our small town is is it's, it's such a small town story. And too.
0: I I love that you you have so much pride about Guthrie. Yeah, love Guthrie.
1: Oh yeah, big time.
0: One, go ahead. No, Sorry. you go right. One of the things that I love about you, Hetty, is your handwritten notes. Uh huh. You know, I remember the one time I I said man, when am I going to get a note? And you'd send me a note to my yeah. house. And then I'd say, well, you didn't put the stickers here. I was yeah. Then You send me another yep. note with the stickers. It has to make in you it. happy. Yes. It has to
1: make you, happy. you do.
0: You do such a great job about that. You're so, so encouraging. And I'm excited to talk about uh, what our topic is about. But before I'm going to toss it to Christian Millman. Christian Millman is our podcast producer. Christian, what do you have for us?
1: Hedy, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so excited about this conversation. Hey, I want to ask you, let's just get the conversation started, Hedy. I'm curious, what's the biggest fight you've ever been in? The biggest fight you've ever been in? I'm gonna throw it back to you. Yep, so uh, my biggest fight, oh, that's a hard one. You had a lot of them? Huh? You had a lot of them? I've had a few fights, (laughs) I had a few fights. But I think the biggest, the one that I probably tell, like especially when I go speak to students, is my freshman year in high school, I ended up having to fight a guy that was 21 years old. And it was really a big deal. We started downtown, Guthrie. We ended up going to Kiwanis, which is like a, a baseball field, because there was just so many people. So we we met down there at Kiwanis. And it felt like there was hundreds of people there. I don't, I don't know how many was there exactly. It was a lot of people. And so that was probably my biggest fight because I think that, that was like my first real fight, if yeah. you can say it was a real fight. And so, and I walked away victorious and it changed my life forever. Thank I you had so- a different kind of respect. <laughs> You know, people look at you differently when you when you fight a twenty-one year old and you win, you know?
0: Now I wanna let you know, parents, we don't condone violence. We're not telling we're not telling we're not applauding uh, Hedy yes, for no, his fights. We're not. The reason why I'm asking this question is because of the topic we're Clean talking about today. Right? Right the parents are like, wait, hold on. I thought this was yes. you're gonna help me uh, for my kids. Stop fighting. Yeah. Um, we're talking about bullying. Now, yep. Hetty, you you go to schools and you do conferences and you what this is one of the topics that you talk a lot about. It's bullying. Can you define for us what is bullying and how do you define it?
1: Yeah. Essentially, bullying is whenever someone picks on somebody that's vulnerable, you know, somebody who can't take up for themselves. Yeah. And so whenever you come in contact with someone and you, and you start putting uh, intimidation to that, that's when it becomes a bullying factor. When you know somebody's not going to be able to stand up for themselves.
0: Oh man, that is that's that's I don't, you're making me think. How many times I've done that in my yeah, life? Yeah,
1: like, and I think yeah. sometimes you can do it unintentionally. Meaning, you just can just kind of go about doing life. And we'll talk about like, do we think adults can be bullies? And I think sometimes in the adult world, yeah. it's more of that thing. Like, I don't know they're just straight up intentional trying to be a bully, but they're being a bully. Yeah. Because they, that person who they know is not going to stand up for themselves, we just kind of just automatically can put an intimidation factor in there.
0: Yeah, that makes that sense. that is so good that you say when when you're just taking advantage of somebody that is vulnerable. Yeah, you know, and I think you know as 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 uh, I'm sure you have experiences with your children. Yeah, and probably the oldest one is picking on the youngest yeah. one or the youngest one just picking on the. Gotcha. And and, and the, to the older one, and uh, it's very. We have to be very intentional about that when we are raising children. At what point does conflict between between students become bullying?
1: Yeah, I think I think once the person who's being bullied recognizes that they're being bullied, meaning that I think sometimes uh, somebody can pick on somebody, but they're not quite sure. Like they think it's fun, like oh, they're just teasing me, kind of mm-hmm. thing. But when that teasing becomes to a place where that kid doesn't want to come to school, or you know what I'm saying, they yeah. don't want to talk about it, or they begin to walk down a different hallway because those people are are what they think is teasing, but it has become a, a place of bullying because you know, they know that person's not going to step up for themselves. I
0: think about the time that I was in school and and I did that, and unintentionally I was avoiding those circles. Unintentionally yeah. I was avoiding you know, people, cause I didn't want it to be picked on. I didn't want anyone to say something when I passed by. Uh, how can we talk to our children about that? When, when uh, somebody is bullying them, but maybe if we notice it, somebody that our kids are, are bullying. Bully? Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. And I think on both sides of that, man, I'm a big believer in God's word. Right. And I think the more we teach our kids about who they are in Christ, there becomes a confidence on both sides, a confidence to want to live out this life so I don't want to bully, I'm more, I'm more prone to loving people. Mm-hmm. And then for that kid who's being bullied, they even get a sense of confidence, and maybe it's not to fight back, but to be able to go tell somebody, yeah. you know? And so I think those things are important in a sense of like just really giving God, keep your kids God's word. But then on top of that, the practical thing is just to talk to them about it. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you see it or maybe you the first time you walk your kid to the principal, like, okay, we're going to go in and talk, but let them have the conversation. Yeah, Don't you say anything, but you talk them through that so they can be, feel confident and go in the next time by themselves on what to say. Because sometimes it's just, what do I say? Right. Yeah. What are the words that I use to be able to communicate that I feel like I'm being bullied by this person? So I think it's really important. Give them the words to say, even let them practice that at home and then go with them to be able to tell whoever that may. They need to tell the teacher or maybe sometimes it's the kid mm-hmm. get in get in contact with the parent and let the kids talk about that. And, and maybe as parents, we sit together and be able to uh, walk that through. I love that you say that. We need to teach our children
0: to have those conversations, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's with a student, with a teacher, telling someone. And I love you say that because we have based this podcast on Proverbs 22, 6, train up a child in the way he should go. Yeah. Even when he's old, he will not depart from it. We don't want to teach children to avoid conflict. Mm -hmm. And I see sometimes us as an adult, we avoid conflict. Yes. And that's why it's, you know, we, we need the word of God uh, to be the foundation of who we are as a family, of our identity, but we have to train them. Okay, we're not going to avoid these things. We're going to give you the tools that you need to talk about it. That's right. Um, what would you tell a parent that doesn't know how to uh, confront the situation or how to help his situation? What are some good questions to ask your children about to see if they're being bullied? And what would you, what would your, uh, Suggestion would be like, yep. this is how I would do it.
1: Yeah, so one of the things that I would do with my children whenever they came home from school was I would have a couple of questions. One, uh, how did your day go? You know, and I made that a regular part and I'd be okay with silence. Like I wouldn't be like, talk to me, like what? How did your day <laughs> I'd be like, how did your day go? And we'd just kind of sit there and we'd go about doing our thing and then I'd follow back up if they didn't answer. But not only that, I, I also asked, who did you help today? Like how did you help somebody today? And then I asked, were there any challenges for you today? And so just based on those three questions, and then again, I would allow for silence to happen. I would come back the next day and ask and keep asking. And because you want your kids to begin, to, even with us to feel comfortable. Because if they're being bullied at school, sometimes it's like they don't even want to come home and, and, and tell because yeah. they're scared, you know? And so you just want to be able to ask the right questions and be okay with silence and, and be consistent with those asking those questions.
0: A lot of you talked about being consistent. And I think that's the main thing. This is not a one-time conversation. No. And I think the biggest mistakes that I've seen probably in parents, it's like, well, I have I have told them that if they've ever been bullied, they can come talk to me. But it's not easy yeah, to no. go and talk to, no. to your parents because, one, you feel bad about what's happening yep. with you. You don't want people to think that, Oh, you're scared now because of what happened mm-hmm. to you, and it's just opening that space and being consistent. You know, uh, Hedy, uh one of my employees at the store, he's a 17 year old senior uh, at Mid North, and every day that he comes to work when I'm there, I ask him, "What did you learn today?" Yes. Every single, and he just laughs because he knows that he cannot tell me nothing because every time he he used to say nothing. And I'm like, then what did you go to school today? Yeah, and If you didn't learn anything, just tell, tell your mom, you don't want to yeah. go. And now if he, if he walks through the door and a minute passed by and I don't ask him, he would ask me, you didn't ask me what I learned today, <laughs> you know, cause they're expecting yeah. already. Like yeah. they're going to ask me. So I have to be prepared. Yeah. I have to be ready to answer That's good. Uh, once. So ask the being consistent about asking them, Uh, intentional questions, you know. I think you can tell a lot by how this your kid is looking like at home. Oh,
1: for sure. Like, you you definitely can tell if they're quiet. Yeah. uh, They seem to be to themselves. They're not acting like their normal selves. You definitely want to begin to pry and ask questions. And then also for the kid who's bullying, like, I I think uh, parents should not feel bad or feel like they're not doing a good job if they find out that their kid is the one bullying. And also, you is oftentimes it's best to trust an adult who's saying that your kid, where you're always taking offense. Mm-hmm. So I think in that, just make sure that you're asking questions of your kid who may be the bully. or some. If there's a word out in the streets that your kid is bullying people, you probably just want to take time to be able to ask them questions yeah. as well uh, and be able to talk them through that because sin is real. When we were born into this world, we were born into sin. And sin means that we miss the mark and our kids miss the mark just like we missed the mark. In the same way, we gotta grow in God's word, our kids. And the earlier we start doing those things, talking about training up your child in the way that they should go and to not depart from them, oftentimes the, 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 heart, the challenge is we weren't trained up. These people were not trained up. So now they're adults. Yep. You know? And so, uh, so those are some of the things, like really getting the God's word with your students yep. is important. What do you think? That, why do
0: you think is the reason that kids don't tell that they've been bullied?
1: Yeah, I th- I think one they're scared. They don't know how to tell. Yeah, right. So we have um, to make it easy for them. We have to make it easy for them to be able to tell. And then uh, that intimidation that's happening at school carries over even when you, you leave. Like you're still concerned about if that kid finds out that I told because you know Mama going home or going back to the school and going to address it and deal with it. And that's the reason I think it's good to teach your kids how to be able to go and confront and be able to go talk to the the right people in order to let them know that there's some bullying happening. Uh, so I, I I think that's the important thing.
0: There There's a lot of ways of bullying. Yes. You know, now oh, with yeah. in the internet and yeah. there's many, 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 many different ways that we can bully people. You know, I tell my wife all the time because uh, I come from a culture that I honestly think we're just bullies. Like uh-huh. my family, when we uh-huh. joke with one another, it's not jokes. I mean, we're bullying each other, yeah. you know. Like, and that's something that I'm trying to learn and, and 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 train. Like, okay, we're not gonna talk this way. And I think that's something important that we gotta. If we as adults tend to pick on on people, kids are watching. Yeah. So a lot of the time has to For do sure. with how we are acting at home. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some What are some ways that we can? Reflecting ourselves, are my my kids acting this way because I'm also mm-hmm. this is what I'm doing. Now we don't mean anything negative, but when they go to school and they're picking on someone or making fun of someone, no. it can affect someone really, really badly. And
1: they don't know they're bullying. Again, yeah. like they're just coming and doing what they see at home. Yeah, it's just like language. Like if 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 you are at home cussing, and you're of course you're telling your kids don't be cussing. They go to school. <laughs> They're probably cussing. Yeah. Right? Because it's just they're seeing it. The people that they love and yeah. and model the most, you know, these are my role models. And so the same with teasing and making fun of each other at the house. Yeah. You go to school doing those things to a kid that you don't even recognize as is, is, is uh feeling vulnerable in that mm-hmm. moment, it's become a bullying. You may not even know that. And so uh it's just important that we as adults at home are are being just how we want our kids to leave out in the mm-hmm. world and be. So, like for example, we don't say "shut up," we don't say "stupid," we don't say "dumb" in my house. And the reason I and the reason I did that do that is because I don't want my kids going around saying though. I don't want them calling somebody dumb, even yeah. though they're just. I don't say we don't say punk. We don't say we just don't say those words. Yeah. And so, uh, whenever I hear people say it, I can kind of cringe because we just don't. Yeah. We don't use it because people people take those things differently.
0: Yeah. So uh, this question I'm about to ask you, I think a lot of parents deal with this in their houses and I say even adults, even all we deal with this too. When somebody on purpose leaves someone out, would that be considered bullying?
1: Yeah, I think I think it can become bullying. I mean, and again, I think it may be a thing that you don't even recognize that yeah. you're doing. But anytime you say, we're not going to let that person participate, even if they want to, that's bullying, right? You're picking on somebody. Yeah, you're yeah. picking on somebody, yeah. right? No, you can't. You can't be a part of this. And sometimes you don't say it with your words, but just your actions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you turning your back to a person or whatever. You're bullying because it's almost like, I dare you to come yeah. over here.
0: What are some things that we can ask uh, our kids or or encourage them? I love that you say that you always ask your children. Who did you help today? Yes. Because there is no space for bullying when you're helping someone. No. You know?
1: No, that's because, that's that's the, the reason I say it because that's the way I want my kids to be raised. Like, I never even asked them what they were learning. I always yeah. say, how are you helping someone? Yeah. Because I value that more. Yeah. I love learning. Yeah, yeah. But I value the... the my kids going out into the world and being people who help people, yeah, it more than I value them learning something, you know. Yeah. So, uh, but I think you learn in helping other people. But I think whenever you start asking those kind of questions, it begins to form who they are because now they're thinking, Oh, who did I have? Who, who can I help today? How can I help somebody? versus they're not being anything in there, there's no instructions on you're just sitting in school and all you're thinking about is learning, go make yeah. good grades, go make a's, go make b's. Yep. You know, and so that can be your focus. But I think when you start talking about, okay, where are you helping today? Yeah. You go to school with a different mindset.
0: 100%. How can we, how can parents, what can parents
1: do to help stop bullying? Give, them, give your kids God's word and you live it out too. You know, I think, um, again, we're talking about training up your child on the way they should go. Yeah. We're training them up around God's word. Uh, if you have come to a place in your life that you came to know Jesus Christ at a later age, you still have that same responsibility to begin to train yourself up around God's mm-hmm. word. And as you're doing that, your child, your children will be able to see you living that out as an example. And so that's a double dose of goodness. Yeah, Your kids are watching you live out God's word and you're teaching them God's word and you're yeah. putting it in them. And so then when they get older, again, going back to this idea that it will not depart from them, they're going to be in so much better of a place than you coming in to know Jesus Christ later in your life, right? And so I think the most important thing, I know I know that doesn't sound sexy, but it, you can't go wrong with meditating on God's Word day yes. and night. Yes, 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 yes. Renewing your mind so that you can be transformed and you'll know the good and perfect will of God. That's what I want for my kids. Yeah. I want them to be transformed. I want them to know what the good and perfect will of God is. Yeah. And then they go out and live that that life. And so... Man, I think the most practical thing you can do is spend time in God's word every day and asking questions. We used to do what we call question of the night before bed. And so I would put a question up on uh, a whiteboard. So we had a whiteboard in our bedroom, my wife and I. And so then the kids come in, we have the questions. And these questions were around God's word. And from that, we could teach them some very practical things and how they go about doing their lives from these questions. And so question before bed, for any of y'all, y'all can have that. Get a whiteboard. And every night before your kids go to bed, just ask them a question that allows for you to have a conversation around God's word.
0: That is so good. That is so good. Um, I think we have to, we talked about this. Sometimes our kids don't know how to communicate these things. Mm -hmm. We have to make it, we have to make them feel comfortable. And the more that we do it, I feel like they're going to feel more and more comfortable with parents telling them, hey, this is happening at school. But also if you see your kid that it's like, help them understand we talked about sometimes sometimes we don't understand when we're we don't realize that we're bullying someone but not putting our kids down but helping them understand hey that right there that's 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 not how we're choosing to you know we're not gonna live this way yeah um so that that is so good thank you so much man for your for your information i know you've been doing this for a long time Eddie's a great parent yeah well Uh,
1: Tried my best. You know, it's all <laughs> Jesus. Any goodness you see in me is Jesus, for sure. That so, is awesome. Any great parenting comes from him. Yeah,
0: so, hey, uh, North Church, I want to say thank you so much for joining us for this parent podcast on bullying. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for uh, your information, for for your insight on it. Can you give parents, before we close out, just... You mentioned these questions earlier. What are some good questions to ask when they come home
1: again? Yeah, yeah. So I think one of the things I would ask is how How did you help someone today? Uh, how How did your day go? And then what was a challenge that you faced during the day? And in that... Uh, you teach them how to be able to communicate those things when you they're trying to communicate it or don't feel like there's anything that they can say concerning those different mm-hmm. things. Like you got to teach them how to to respond to those questions. So, but those are three questions that I think yeah. are great.
0: Be consistent. That's awesome. Yeah, be consistent. Show up yes. every day. Yeah,
1: keep asking them. Yes, they eventually answer. We're gonna mess
0: up from time to time.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Tomorrow's yep. going to be a new day. Today's a new day. <laughs> well, thank you so much Let's for joining it. us, Pastor Hetty, And thank you so much for joining us. If you would like for us to discuss a specific uh, topic, send us an email at parents at church. We'll see you in the next episode.